Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Play Mornings with Stephen John Replay. Good morning, world. It's February 21st, 2024. And I had to wear my forgotten shoes this morning. What are forgotten shoes? They're kind of like the ones that you wore all winter last year, but this year, the last time you wore them was in November. You're like, oh, I still own those. Okay. Uh, we had company over last night, and we people just enter into the kitchen. There is no like landing or anything. Mm-hmm. And my husband always puts our shoes away. But last night, he didn't just put them away, he hid them. <laughs> like, I have three pairs out by the door. I couldn't find a single pair of my go-tos. And so, forgotten shoes it was this morning. And I was surprised to find, like, I've I've since got insoles and tried to really, like, treat my feet well this winter. Yeah. Those shoes are awful. Like, are they? Yeah. When I find my shoes, those ones might be going in the giveaway pile. <laughs> 5 a.m. Confessions. I went to bed yesterday at 6 p.m. Oh, my goodness. That is a confession. It was nice. I'll be honest. It was nice. I feel the exact same, though, as the times I've gone to bed at, like, 12 and woken up at 3. So do you think that your body is like, that was too much sleep, John? I'm a groggy mess. Possibly. I did have uh, I, I did have a point in my sleep where I woke up at 9, and I thought I woke up at 9 a.m., <laughs> And I was scared that I was missing the show. I was mad at you. I was like, why didn't you call me? And I I don't think I can continue to go to bed at six if that's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. So it, did you do anything to mitigate that? I mean, obviously, the choice not to go to bed at six is a good one for all people involved, for life, for enjoyment, yeah. enrichment, living. <laughs> Look at you on your high living horse. <laughs> Sorry, 6 p.m.? Like, I'm what else 19. did you. We're supposed to sleep that much. Is that what 19 year olds say? Or are you 19 and you should be out being uh, like taking life by the horns, living life to the fullest, you know? Like, you are so <laughs> young, your body doesn't hurt yet. You should be able to just roll out of bed and be ready to go at all times. No, I have, I'm young. Like you said, I'm young. I have time to sleep. So then later on, when I think I'm wasting my life, I can do that stuff. Whoa, I think later on you're going to be like, oh, I wish I did this when I had so much more energy. I've got none left to give. I don't know if I'll have any more energy ever. (laughs) I got the shock of my life last night, John. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Are you pregnant? What? No. Oh, that shocked me more than it shocked you, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Um, No, I was making soup last night. Yeah. And I had some friends over and we were all kind of waiting as I was, you know, creating this soup masterpiece. Yeah. And it was a pureed soup. So the soup is pretty much boiling and I put it in the blender and I put the lid on. And I thought to myself, huh, the, you know, the little window that you can like take out the middle of the lid Mm -hmm. looked kind of funny. And I tried to turn it to make it look less funny. And then I just pressed puree. (gasps) Yeah. You should really start small when you do these things. You know, you put your soup in and then you might be like, mix or chop or yeah. blend. Like, there's so many other buttons than puree that's yeah. going to really do Re- something. Yeah, real. Yeah. It happened so fast that boiling hot soup came out and showered me. 
No, Steph. <laughs> John, it hit me in the neck first. Yeah. Just this very hot, wet <laughs> experience. <laughs> yeah. And of course, I got the blender turned off really fast. And thankfully, um, the friends that came brought their dog because yeah. she had a feast. She oh, okay, was good. so happy at my misfortune of the soup all over my shirt and all over my apron and my yeah. neck and my face. And then moments later, after I kind of turned the thing the right way and discovered yeah. what was wrong, I did it again. No, you didn't. I did. I don't know what was going on with this blender. I ended up having to take a, like a cloth out of the cupboard and hold it on top of the, um, the lid so that I didn't get sprayed a third time. I think you need a new blender or something. You would think, but it's like a KitchenAid beautiful blender. There should be nothing wrong with it. And this has never happened before. Like, I think it was out for vengeance yesterday. It sounds like user error. Perhaps, but we're saying it was out for vengeance yesterday. <laughs> Once is its fault, twice. Well, <laughs> okay, three times a charm, all right? <laughs> I've been thinking about death a lot <laughs> recently. Wow, okay, what a way to open. It's all right. Just, just been on the forefront of my mind. And I, I've been thinking, what is the one thing I want to witness before I die? And I've come to the conclusion that it's lava. I want to see lava in real life. Like the molten stuff that yeah. comes out of volcanoes. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be right in front of my face. I understand that's probably impossible. Uh because it'll just burn right through whatever bucket I get. Well, I think that's the thing is like, yeah, it would be the last thing you see before you die because you're... Oh, I like that. Oh, my gosh. Sounds, I like that. You don't. It sounds painful, John. But how cool would it be to be like, how did your dad go out? Oh, he died falling in lava. That's pretty That's that's pretty dope. Sounds like a video game way to die, not really like a way you want to die. Okay, well, okay. then just shatter what I want to do before I die. What do you want to do before you die so I can crap all over it? I'd like to see a flying car. Well, that's actually pretty cool. Wouldn't it be? That'd be pretty sick. I'm interested to see, too, how we, like, regulate it. Like, are we going to have lanes in the sky, or is it just going to be kind of like air traffic control? Like, you can leave now to go to mm. work, you can't. Or will our cars all have sonar, and they'll just drive themselves, and we'll just be in a flying saucer? Okay, yeah, or at some point, will all of us be in flying cars, or will it just stick to, like, the wealthy, wealthy people? I mean, everything becomes normal at some point, right? Yeah, no, that's true, like falling in lava. <laughs> I have found a new Guilty Pleasure show. Oh, a Guilty Pleasure show? I hope it's mine, too. What is it? It is Bar Rescue. It's not mine, but sell it to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Bar Rescue essentially is a show. It's like Hell's Kitchen, but with a guy named John Tapper. Okay. And he just goes in. He sees how mismanaged this bar is handled. He comes in. He fixes it up. He gives him a whole bunch of stress tests. The first time they fix it up, they send a whole bunch of people in, and they fail. Every single time they fail the first one. Well, at least you've figured out the formula for the episode. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and then the second time, they pass, but barely. And then the third time, they have a reopening, and they do so well. And then they come back five months later to see if the bar is still working or if it's back to its old ways. And I'd say in about 75% of them, it works, but it really makes you feel good when they go back, and it's like, it's the exact same thing. Just because it's like... They did renovations of $50,000 and they couldn't fix it. Wow. Yeah, it's you, it's the best show. So you're a glutton for failure. You're like, please fail. That makes this episode worth watching. Just because it's such easily avoidable fails that they're going through. It's like 
clean the ice tray once a day and they don't oh dear i mean i think it sounds like an addicting show i probably would get hooked in it can i also just mention you said his name is john tapper yeah can we talk about the last name tapper right it has to be fake but it's true our rescue it's legit it's like alicia keys she's a musician she plays the piano her last name is keys is it really keys though no but his is actually tapper okay because i used to listen to a radio station growing up and they were like let's head on over to our chief meteorologist sky mcleod and when i was a kid i thought wow he has the perfect name to be a meteorologist but now i realize it was the same gent just being like we're heading over to sky mcleod you know who's really good who our Mr. Mike Booth. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is his real name. His parents literally named him Mike Booth, and he is on the radio in a booth with a mic. Yep. <laughs> I've never been a good produce washer. Produ- like veggies? Yeah, veggies yeah. and fruit. You know, I give it a quick rinse, call it a day, start cooking. Yeah. But I keep seeing these videos of like, oh, you should put it in the sink and you should include some vinegar in there and you should let it soak for a while and then you should see how dirty the water is afterwards. (laughs) That's overkill. Doesn't it feel like it? I didn't even know you had to. I thought veggies were already washed because they get that mist sprayed on them. If you think about it, though, when you're in the grocery store and you go and pick up a veggie and you're like, eh, nah, that one's not very, very good. I'm going to take another one. You at least have to wash off the hands of other people i've never even thought about that and now that sucks right that sucks but then you also think about where it came from there was a produce man that put it on that shelf there was also somebody moving it from a truck there was a farmer out in the field there was a spider crawling on it i'm sorry but yesterday if you ever had an illusion about it being clean in the grocery store yeah there was a bird in the grocery store yesterday. No, there wasn't. And he landed on the broccoli while I was picking some. Oh, he did it! <laughs> he did! And I was like, don't poop, don't poop, okay? Uh, I think I'm going to have something else for supper. We had leek soup instead. Fort Mac birds? It wasn't a raven. It was just like a little okay. bird. I think he lives in the grocery store. No, he doesn't! <laughs> I think he lives up in the rafter. <laughs> You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I've learned a new term, John. I love this part of the show. <laughs> it's called cognitive artifact. Cognitive artifact. Uh-huh. Okay, I like that. Yeah, it's two words put together to form one thing. What is it? Okay, let's work backwards here. Artifact is something, an item. Okay, let's even work, let's work even further back. Cognitive. <laughs> cognitive. Cognitive. Cog is a pair of shoes. <laughs> That's a clog, but okay. <laughs> Cognitive is awareness. So uh, just an item that like keeps you aware, like a fidget spinner. Like oh. when fidget spinners were huge, because like apparently they cured ADHD or something like that. Keep you in the moment, keep you focused. Yeah. So I think that's what it is, like an item or something. Okay. Uh, not quite correct. Really? Level up your lexicon. Cognitive artifact is something physical or digital that is aided in the mental process. So it takes you back to something and helps you remember. So basically, if you tie a string around your finger so you don't forget something, 
That's a cognitive artifact. It's looking at your finger and saying, oh, what was I not supposed to forget again? Ah, yeah, milk at the grocery store. Or a um, harder example could be a planner. Okay. I'm going to remember that I have, like, say, a dentist appointment tomorrow at 2 p.m., but I'm going to yeah. put that as a cognitive artifact last month when I booked the appointment so that I remember it later. Okay, I can see that. I also don't... Uh, I see how my thing was wrong. <laughs> it was on the right path, I'd, I'd like to say. Yeah, I think that maybe there is a term for a fidget spinner that's something like cognitive... I don't know. Artifact. No, focuser, cognitive... Uh, zero inner. <laughs> Where'd you learn this word? <laughs> Cognitive artifact? Yeah. Oh, I was reading a article yesterday about um, mapping out your community and remembering to go to the places that you once loved. And it was like, set a cognitive artifact about these places. Okay, I like that. I don't like the ones where I get them wrong. <laughs> At least you have a new word now. You, you've leveled up your lexicon today, John. This will be a, rem a cognitive artifact when I look back on it. <laughs> It's Wednesday, which means it's SPCA Pet of the Weekday. Big thanks to Pet Value Downtown and Eagle Ridge. Misty, who do we have today? Well, not only do we have animals, we have Corey from Pet Value Eagle Ridge in downtown. Hi, Misty. How exciting is it for you to be here? Thank you so much for sponsoring this spot every Wednesday. Hey, no problem. We always listen on Wednesdays, and I always look at the puppies that you guys bring in, and I just thought I'd come and check them out today just to remind people of the work you guys do up at the SPCA and also that we help to contribute to the, your pet food bank through our stores so that if people want to come into our stores and donate food or litter, I know you guys are always looking for that. So we've got big bins in both of our stores for them to donate. Yeah, no, I don't know if people actually know, like, do you go in and you see some, there's always amazing deals that you can get and collect. There's cute little, I don't know, bags of little goodies you can purchase, especially cat toys and stuff. So if you're ever shopping at Eagle Ridge or downtown, there's, that's always an option. They always have sales associates that will always help out. So no, thank you guys for supporting us all the time and this awesome Wednesday spot. I love it. No problem. No problem. <laughs> and if you ever have a question about what foods you guys might need, our associates always know what you guys are looking for at that particular time. And you can just ask our people and we're happy to point them in the right direction. I love that. But now to the the fun part, the puppies that we have here. We have our three to four month old uh, shepherd mixes. We have our office supply. Well, half of the office supply litter. We have Sharpie and stapler. I think, or pen, one of them, pen or Sharpie, one of those utensils that you need on the daily basis. Uh, they came in of a little, of four little, little tiny puppies, and now they're getting so big in the shelter, so we're hoping that they're gonna find a home soon. Uh, Stapler is brown, and we have Sharpie, who is a little black and brown little girl. They're so sweet, smart, they love to cuddle. They can be a little shy at first, but once they win your heart, like, they're cuddling with Kim on the floor right now because Kim is back. I know we had cat here last week. So if you're looking for a new sweet little girl to add to your family, come check them out. Well, actually, we have kennel cough still. So look up, up online and hopefully <laughs> we're able to open up our kennels because our dogs are anxiously waiting. But all the cats are loving the visitors. So thank you for everyone coming by. For sure. And then, Missy, you've got uh, Locked in a Kennel coming up. Locked in a Kennel. It's such a fun event. We're looking for businesses or even community members who just want to come out and raise money for the shelter. So the way the day works is actually super fun because you get to sit in a kennel with a dog all day. <laughs> or not all day, for a couple hours. And it just raises those... Um, immediate funds that we need to continue what we do so if you want to sign up or if you want more info you can message us on Facebook but it's open to anyone really personalities in the community musicians uh, 
nonprofit organizations that want to help us out, businesses. Anyone can get locked up. The last year we had so much fun. Uh, so if you're looking for more information, just send us a message. Perfect. Thank you so much, Misty, Corey, and to Sharpie slash Pen and Stapler, these cute little puppies. We're going to go film a video right now so you can see them uh, in action. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the Steph and John Replay. Find more Steph and John at play1037.ca.